God that loves us. So let's pray together. Father, we just bless you and we reverence you, God. Father, we honor you for just being that indescribable God. Father, we thank you that there are no words that can contain your greatness. There are no words that can adequately express your love for us, God. So we just are uh, limited in our language to be able to uh, uh, try to uh, even minutely describe who and what you are. So, Father, we thank you and we thank you for this time together. God, we thank you for an opportunity to be able to study and, and preach and teach your word on today. God, you know that there is no word that I can give that could transform, that can change, that could heal, that could uh, grant peace, God. But yet your word, God, is yet by your word. That man can be delivered, that man can be saved, that man can be set free. So, God, I'm praying that that chain breaking, uh, spirit freeing, demon fleeing uh, 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 power of God rest upon me on today through your word. God, that you would use me in such a way to be able to speak to your people. God, that they will know that they have been spoken to not by me, but God, that the spirit of God has spoken to us on today. And God, that we will be forever changed due to an encounter with your word. Father, we declare and decree even now, God, that as those listen through Zoom and on Facebook, God, as those listen on, on, on YouTube and through Periscope, God, those that are listening through our website, God. Father, those that have had opportunity to be able to hear this word on today, God, that they will be able to take from it what you have for them, oh God, because your word says that your word shall not return void, but it shall accomplish what it is that you set it out to do. So God, let he that have an ear, let them hear what the spirit is saying to the church. And God, we bless you and we honor you on today. And it is in Jesus name that we do pray. Amen and amen. We again Thank God for all of those that have joined in with us on today. We thank God for our uh, son. Amen. Pastor Leverett Bryant. Amen. From uh, uh, Chicago. Amen. We thank God for Elder Oliver Hill. We thank God for Sister uh, Crystal Shannon Wiggins. Apostle Glenn Butts. We bless the Lord for you. Sister Vanessa Moore. Thank God for you. Sister of Zakia Teagle. We thank God for you. Uh, my sister, my friend. Amen. Sister Freddie Schufer from Chicago. We thank God for you. Sister Ty. We bless God for you. And Sister Debbie Jenkins. Amen. My childhood friend from the 88 uh, Street block of of, of uh, uh, Elizabeth in Chicago. We thank God for you as well. You all may wonder why I take time to, to greet folks because folks don't have to be nice. They don't have to be nice to join in, to hear uh, what, to see what you're doing and to hear what God is doing. So we want to make sure that we acknowledge them. Amen. We thank God for, again, another one of our singing sisters. Amen. Uh, Sister uh, Annette Billingsley. Amen. That we sang in the Doris Ward Workshop Chorale together. Amen. Where I met Minister Vernon Bryant. Amen. Over, oh my goodness, over 30 years ago. Sweet Jesus. Amen. Minister Bryant, you, you're not looking 30 years older and we bless the Lord. Amen for that on today. Listen, you all, we're going to uh, share in our scripture lesson on today. It is coming from Romans, the eighth chapter. And we're going to start at the 31st verse. 
Romans, the eighth chapter, starting at verse 31. And on today, we're going to read it from the Amplified Bible. So yours might read a little differently on today. Romans eight, starting at verse 31. And it reads as follows. What then shall we say to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? In other words, who can be our foe if God is on our side? He who did not withhold or spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all. Will he not also with him freely and graciously give us all other things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? When it is God who justifies, that is, who puts us in right relationship to himself. Who shall come forward and accuse or impeach those whom God has chosen? Will God, who acquits us? Who is there to condemn us? Will Christ, will Christ Jesus, the Messiah, who died or rather who was raised from the dead, who is at the right hand of God, actually pleading as he intercedes for us? Who shall ever separate us from Christ's love? Shall suffering and affliction and tribulation or calamity and distress or persecution or hunger or destitution or peril or sword? Even as it is written, for thy sake, we are put to death all the day long. We are regarded and counted as sheep for the slaughter Excuse me. Yet amid all these things, we are more than conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us. For I am persuaded beyond doubt. I'm sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things impending and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Notice with me again, this particular part of the scripture It's verse 37. We're starting with yet amid, yet amid all these things, we are more than conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us. And the word of the Lord is blessed on today. Can I take a few minutes to just encourage our hearts with the simple message? We will prevail. I promise you, I feel like preaching that right there. We will prevail. We will prevail. It doesn't matter what's going on, people of God. We will prevail. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, listen, you all. I need to share something with you all because oftentimes we get so caught up on the things that we uh, hear in the news, the things that, uh, uh, you know, come past us in a moment. But can I just say something to you all? It's not just the pandemic that's going on right now. It's not just 
uh, 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 you know, systemic racism that's going on right now. That's that's prevalent. That's in our faces. It's not just police brutality that's going on right now. But y'all, we've got some stuff that's that's been going on for a while in our lives. If we would just be honest, we got some folks that have been dealing with some illnesses for a while in our lives. We've got some folks that have been dealing with financial troubles for a while in our lives. We've got some folks that have been dealing with problems in their marriages for a while. We've got some folks that have been dealing with with, with children that have had problems for a while. We've had uh, uh, issues going on in our educational systems for a while. We have had problems going on with, with less can we just be honest here? We've had some folks dealing with some mental health challenges for a while. So you all, we, we focus in on a lot of things, but you all folks have been struggling and fighting before COVID became an issue. Folks have been struggling and fighting with, with, with trying to get past, uh, 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 uh Charges that have been pressed against us and now that are on a criminal record trying to get decent employment, trying to get decent housing for a while. So while we're sitting and we're talking about uh, uh, things that are going on in current news, can, can I just God just just really gave me a revelation, y'all, that we've been dealing with sin sick souls for a while. So we've been fighting, we've been struggling, we've been scraping, we've been scrapping, trying to make ends meet. And y'all, them ends we've been trying to make meet seem to be getting farther and farther apart. But can I encourage your hearts on today that in spite of all the calamity that you've been dealing with, in spite of all the hell that's been going on in your life, in spite of all the folks that still come and slick out their mouth with your name in it, in spite of all the, the hell that's been going on on your job, in spite of all the torment that's been going on just within your own mind, can I still encourage your heart on today that we will still prevail? We will still prevail, y'all. We still come out on top. We still are on the winning side. It might not look like it sometimes when you're still trying to figure out how to make two pennies, make a a nickel. It might not seem like it, you all, but I still have to tell you that we're going to prevail. You've heard people say it and it sounds like it's cliche, but the reality of it is still true. At the end of the book, you all, we still win. Have you ever watched a movie and and you sit in there trying to figure out in the beginning of the movie how it's going to turn out? We do that, you all. Come on now. We we go in in the the beginning of the movie and, you know, the beginning of the movie kind of sets that storyline, right? It kind of lets you know who the main characters are and and maybe, you know, they're, they're, you know, just a little bit of them here and then they slip to another character here and then they slip to another character to hear it and and two of those characters talk about the third character to give more of a backdrop to try and help you understand uh uh, the characters first and then it starts to give it starts to flesh out more of the story and as the story starts going on you wondering okay who who gonna get knocked off who gonna get killed off can i just be honest with you who you know who who's still who's gonna go through all of this who who's gonna come out on top who's gonna be the the hero or the heroine of the movie well can i just encourage you in your life story, you 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 come out. You come out on the end. You don't get killed off in the beginning. Come on, can I just be real with you?
with you when when it comes to us can i just say it when it comes to us if we see us we say oh they're gonna be the first one knocked off come on tell the truth y'all know that's what we do we look at it, it, it you know we we look especially if it's a horror movie uh, come on can 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 i just can i talk to some real folks not the high save folk that say oh we don't watch horror movies because you know the the yeah, I, i'm not gonna go there right now but come on y'all know when when we used to watch some of those and we saw us in the beginning we would sit there and say oh they ain't gonna make it to the end because it was just notorious that we didn't make it to the end but can i just encourage your hearts you might not be the hero but you're gonna make it to the end why am i saying you might not be the hero or the heroine because god is gonna be the hero of your story god is already the hero of your story and because of that you will prevail but you need to understand some stuff you all there's some things that you have to do in order to be able to prevail what's the first thing that you need to be able to do to be able to prevail you all we prevail with more prayer we prevail with more prayer my brothers and my sisters you've got to understand that there's some things you can't just expect to go through a battle and not do nothing (laughs) <laughs> that that you know can i can i just say that right quick it, it, i i need to take a step back right quick i'm gonna come back to prevailing with with more prayer but but remember when you used to be uh, uh going to school with when some of us wasn't really acting all that saved can I just say it? When <laughs> we, we were acting all that saved and and, and and there would be a fight that would jump off and you always had that one that was talking all the noise and they talked more noise when they saw some of their people was with them because they knew their people could fight. And so they would sit there and talk the noise knowing that if they talked the noise and something jumped off, that, that if you was the fighter, you was going to jump in and make sure that didn't nothing happen to your friend. Or because you was with your friend, you wasn't going to be stole on. So you made sure that you took the first lick. Can I just get some real folks in the house that would tell the truth about this? You all, but you would get mad at that friend that had all mouth and no swing. Come on, y'all. You can't just be in a battle and not do something. You all, we can't be in this battle called life and not do something. So what's the first thing you have to, You first thing you need to do? You can prevail with more prayer. You can prevail with no prayer. You all, sometimes we lack victory because we neglect to pray. We're not praying. We're not praying, you all, and we have to understand and realize that we cannot get through this life without praying. And what ends up happening, you all, is that we put our energies into other stuff that is not going to bring us out on the winning side. You all, the Bible says in in the Song of Solomon, uh, uh, chapter 2, verse 15, that the little foxes spoil the vines. What does that mean? That means that we start majoring in the minors. We, We, some of us pray about the big things, but then we neglect to pray about the little things. So we pray when, when it's a big thing, oh, God, Father, in the name of Jesus, we need you to come in. I need a job right now. I, da, 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 da. And, and, and the big stuff we pray about. But it's the little things, y'all, that start nipping at the big stuff you've been praying for. And so what ends up happening is that we forget all about waiting on God. We forget all about the power of God. We forget all about getting our knees in the game. And we allow them little foxes to just come and start tearing down the vines that we built through our prayer. You all, we prevail through our 
prayer. And I'm not just talking about praying once and walking away, but more prayer. You might say, Apostle, I've been praying. I've been praying. I've been praying. Well, pray some more. Pray some more and pray some more. Because the best position you can take right now in your fight is on your knees. Hear what I'm saying on today. You cannot fight this battle standing up. You got to be on your knees. You stand up while you, you know, fighting, working and and doing all that. But you need to be in a posture of prayer. Take your posture of prayer and make sure that you're taking everything to God. Because when we pray, what did I say about the prayer of declaration? It's not enough to read it. You got to say it out of your mouth because the power that comes out of your mouth, it, what is it? Life and death is in the power of the what? The tongue. You've got to say it out of your mouth to invoke God's power into this earth realm. God wants to use you. In order to invoke power into this earth realm. But y'all, we so busy being used by other. Oh, God help me in here. We so busy using and allowing ourselves to be used by other folks, other stuff. We so quick to be pulled off with our eyes, with our ears, with our hearts getting in our feelings and not allowing God to use us to be able to invoke his presence in the earth realm. That we miss out on being out on being up on top because we're not prevailing through more prayer. You all, if we are going to prevail, if we're going to be uh, victorious, if we're going to be more than conquerors, we've got to pray about everything. That's what First Thessalonians 5 and 17 says. Pray without ceasing. Ceasing means Stopping, praying without stopping. You got to pray about everything. Pray about everything. You you can't just pray about this and not pray about that. You got to pray about everything. That That's what the scripture says in Proverbs. In all your ways, acknowledge, talk to, consider, bring God in your decisions. And he will direct your path. Pray without ceasing. We must continue in prayer. Pray about everything you all. But not only do we uh, prevail with more prayer you all. But we also prevail with more promises. We prevail with more promises. What does that mean? Prevail with more promises. You all we've got to remember the promises of God. We've got to remember the promises of God. The Bible declares in 2 Corinthians uh, 1 and 20 that all the promises of God are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. All the promises of God, all of the promises of God have a guarantee. Some, some verses, some versions say that all the promises of God have a guaranteed yes. A guaranteed yes. I don't know about you, but it's like, uh, 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 it's kind of like this story. I always tell the story of how we ended up in Florida. 
And Minister Vernon and I were engaged at the time. And he asked me and said, if, uh, uh, if I, uh, you know, if I go and interview for this job and get this job in Florida, will you go? And you know me, I mean, it was a job interview. I really didn't think he was going to get it. I was engaged. You know, when you engage, you pretty much say anything. Yeah, I'm saying it all, all publicly. You know, I say, yes, honey, I'll go with you anywhere. You know, not seriously, not thinking he was going to get the job. But here's the deal. What I didn't realize is that they created the job for him to come and take. You all, it was a guaranteed yes. <laughs> it, 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 it was guaranteed. He came here to meet the people. That he was actually going to be working with. So it, it was a guaranteed yes. Now my yes wasn't guaranteed. But his his uh, yes from them was a guaranteed yes. So why wouldn't he want to just start planning to get up and move? You know, now mind you, he might have changed his mind had I not said yes or maybe not. Who knows? We don't know what God's plan is, but apparently it was for us to be here. But the premise is this. All of God's promises are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. So what does that mean for us, you all? That means that when it comes to reading God's promises, we have no idea what God has promised us. Because we haven't been reading. (laughs) And then when we read it, we don't remember it. And even if we remember it, we don't rely on God help me in here. Somebody hear what I'm saying. It's not just about reading. It's not just about remembering. But you all, we got to rely on it. But you can't rely on something you don't remember. And you can't remember something you never read. My brothers and my sisters, the word of God is chock full of the promises of God. But how can you rely on something you have no idea of what it is? You've got to make sure beyond the shadow of a doubt that you know what the word of God promises you. And then you won't rely on your own strength. If you know what the promises of God are, when you know what the promises of something else is for you, you don't rely on trying to hustle and shake and move. Well, let me, you know, let me go ahead and, and, and make this happen. Let me go ahead and, and see this come through. Let me go ahead and do what I need to do here. You don't have to do all of that. When you know that a promise is yours, man, listen, you start walking with your head up straight. You start walking with your back straight. You start walking with your head up high like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I got this. You know, you you start doing that. I'm in school right now. And, 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 you know, I'm going through the paces of of getting my degree. But I remember when I was getting my degrees before. And and I would go, oh, my Lord, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to do it? But once I was putting my papers in and once I was getting the grades back and once I started getting closer and I started watching the the, uh, uh, classes starting to tick off my list of the ones I needed to do. And I kept hearing God say, just keep doing it. I got you. Keep doing it. I got you. Kept doing it. I got you. I knew that once I was doing what I needed to do, the promise of the degree was right there. My brothers and my sisters, when you know what you're supposed to do and you do it and you remember that there's a prize on the end. (laughs) 
You don't have a problem doing what God has called you to do because all the promises of God are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. Listen, first Kings five, excuse me, eight and 56 says it like this. There has not failed one word of all of his good promises. Not one word of God's promises have ever failed. My brothers and my sisters, if you're not relying on the promises of God, might I encourage you on today to start relying on the promises of God today? Because listen, when we rely on the promises of God, I'm telling you that we will be able to trust God and depend on his promise. I don't know about you, but I can't depend on me because some days I'm up and some days I'm down, but I'm encouraged that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He was good yesterday. He's good today. And he's going to be good until the end of time because he doesn't know how to be anything else, but good. So you all, we would not only prevail with more prayer but we prevail with more promises let me keep going on lest I keep you too long not only do we prevail with more prayer and more promises but you all we will prevail with more peace we prevail with more peace listen you all let me be let me encourage you on today the bible says in in uh, uh Philippians 4 and 7 that well he says in four and six to not worry about anything but by prayer and supplication let your request be made known unto God but then verse seven says and the peace of God God help me the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and your mind. You all, sometimes we fail to prevail because we don't have God's peace. We don't have God's peace in our life. And so we fail to prevail. But you all, I am encouraged today that if I take all my problems to the Lord, I, I believe it's, it's heard by God right now, uh, a local uh, uh, group that sings right now, take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. You know, the Bible says that we can cast our cares on God. Why? Because he cares about us. There's an old psalm that says, is your all on the altar? Listen, you all, <laughs> God doesn't care about how much you bring to him. He just wants you to bring it to him. And he doesn't want to bring it to him, want you to bring it to him so he can throw it back in your face. You know how some folks are. Some folks want you to come and tell them your business so that they can throw it back up in your face. They have an ulterior motive. But can I just encourage you on today that that's not the purpose of why God wants you to bring things to him. He wants to do the great exchange. He wants to exchange your worries, your care, your, your problems, your cares, the things that's weighing you down. He wants to uh, 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 take those and he wants to exchange it with his peace. And listen, <laughs> maybe you don't want more peace, but I need more peace in my life. I need more, 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 more the sleepful nights. I need more restful nights. I need God's peace. I need God's peace and he wants to give the great exchange. But you all, we, we find ourselves living in fear and living in panic 
and living in doubt as opposed to living with faith and with confidence. You all, we don't have to live like uh, the people. The Bible says that we should not live like a people without hope. And I've seen more believers sending doom and gloom into my inboxes, posting doom and gloom. Or at least I, I've got a screener on my Facebook wall, so they can't just post any kind of okie doke on my Facebook wall. But just so much doom and gloom in inboxes and all that. And don't get me wrong, you all. I understand the current conditions and all of that. I get all of that. But here's the deal. I watch the news just like everybody else. <laughs> I, 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 I got to go out and deal with it just like everybody else. I, I, I work. I, I know what's going on. I even work in a financial institution. So I know the concern of an economic downturn. But I also know who holds, who owns the cattle on a thousand hill. I also know who the earth belongs to. I also know who holds my hand and who knows the future. I know all of that. So I don't care. Concern myself with what's going on in the world. I make sure that I'm aware, but I don't rely on that because I know that God holds today. He holds my future and he's going to hold my hand. So can I encourage you on today that you hold on to God's peace, that you prevail through his peace? Because if you prevail through his peace, can I just help you out with something? When we prevail through his peace, his peace will overshadow everything that your eyes see, everything your ears have heard, everything your heart is feeling. That's why it says it surpasses all. Under you won't even understand why you got peace. Ah! You won't even understand why you're able to sleep at night. You won't even understand why when people bring you all kinds of stuff that used to cause you to, to have panic and cause chaos and cause uh, your mind to just run hither and thither. And you sitting there with peace and that's what they say. Doesn't that concern you? And you say, I mean, I, I get it, but I'm at peace. <laughs> I'm at peace because my brothers and my sisters, the world is, oh God, I hear you. The world is looking for the believers to stand up and have peace. We've been going to church all this time and we've been storing up all this word and it's time for us to come forth and show the, the world that the people of God have peace because God still has it in control. God help me. God still has all of this in control. He's got it in control y'all. But if we're sitting here and if we are just as, as panicked as the world, then why are we going to sit there, be panicked, pulling our hair out and say, Oh, but why don't you join me for church on Sunday? What? <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm going to continue to watch CNN and be panicked. No, I'm, I'm good with that. Why in the world would they want to come into the church to hear uh, the word of God that those that say they are believers are not espousing to? They're not embracing. They're not holding the word in their heart that they're getting week after week, Sunday after Sunday. You all, we prevail through peace. We prevail by getting God's peace within us, you all. And the only way that we're going to be able to prevail is when we partake of God's peace. Jesus said it like this in John 14 and 27. He said, my peace I give you and let not your heart be troubled. 
Let not your heart be troubled. You are all we've got to do is accept the peace that he offers unto us. He said, I give you peace. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to uh, know so many scriptures to get it. You don't have to give so much in your offering and be at a certain level in your offering to get it. He said, I give you peace. I give you peace. So if I give you peace, if somebody's giving you something free, why would you not go and get it? (laughs) You all, we prevail through God's peace. I have one more for you, and then we're going to leave this alone. Not only do we prevail through prayer, not only do we prevail with more promises, not only do we prevail with more peace, but my brothers and my sisters, we prevail with more praise. We prevail with more praise. Praise Psalm 71 and 14 says this, but I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more will yet praise thee more and more. The wonderful thing I love about that scripture is that there is no conditions on that uh, 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 verse. It doesn't say I will praise thee more and more when the pandemic is over. I will praise thee more and more when police brutality is done. I will praise thee more and more when uh, uh, my cancer uh, uh, diagnosis is flipped the other way. I will praise you more and more when I get more money in my pocket. I'll praise you more and more when my marriage lines up. I'll praise you more and more when I feel better about myself. There's no conditions on the scripture. It says, I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more you all know even in spite of everything that's going on it amazes me how we still will not yet praise God all of the cases uh, of the coronavirus that have we see the numbers we see the numbers in the U.S. alone in the U.S. alone we see the numbers flying up in Florida We see the number of deaths uh, looming everywhere. And you still here to tell the story. Even if you had it, you're still here. And we won't give God praise. We won't praise God. We won't act like God has done anything for us. And I'm not talking about, you know, uh, uh, getting an organ and and getting a a dance on. You know, I mean, that's wonderful. And y'all know I'm ready for crisscross applesauce. Listen, I've been getting a praise on in my own house, but I, I'm, I'm not, I'm talking beyond that. You are, I'm talking about out of the fruit of your lips, giving God praise. I'm talking about in the midst of, of folks complaining and all of that. You just say, Hey, 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 hey. can we take a pause right here and talk about the goodness of God? <laughs> we 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 get to complaining and and we have these long faces. I told you believers can have some of the longest faces I've ever seen. <laughs> My goodness. We we say we worship God and and we say the joy of the Lord is our strength. But then we sitting there like this. How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed. How you doing? Really? Seriously? That's what we going to do? You all, we have such negative attitudes and we, we actually walk around like we lack victory. We do. But my brothers and my sisters, we, we, we have to understand that we 
prevail by praising God more. We don't, you don't shorten your praise. You don't cease in your praising because you're not in a, a church building. It is only the building. The church is a group of baptized believers. This is the church. This is the church. When the believers come together, when the believers are coming together and they are worshiping together, we are the church. The church is in us. Yes, we 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 go to a place and we call it our sanctuary because uh, uh, Hebrews 10, excuse, yeah, Hebrews 10 and 25 tell us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves with other believers. Absolutely. But it does not mean that because we cannot do it in the building that we look at this. Oh, well, you know, we just coming together so we can see each other every week. No, this is the church. This is the church. And as the church, we should praise God. Music. Sometimes I'm grateful not to have music because it reveals the heart of people. When you can praise God with no music. When you can praise God and the organ is not pushing you, when you can praise God and the drum is not giving you the rhythm in order to get your bump on, when you can praise God and, and that special song that really sends you off is not there and you can sing that song out of the fruit of your lips being tone deaf and you don't care what you sound like and you go lift that praise up unto God, that's the church, that's praising that's worship and the believers need to get back to a place where you'll sing a song the bible says that the the children of israel when they were in exile asked the question how can we sing when we're in a strange land people of god we're in a strange land and we've got to learn how to sing the song of the lord we've got to know that god will put a song in your heart to bring you through the storm there was a song that was sung years ago and it says he gave me a song in the midst of a storm there's some songs that god will give you in the midst of a storm. It might be peace be still. It might be amazing grace. It might be he looked beyond my faults and saw my needs. It might be my God is an awesome God. It, it might be a, a, a total praise. I lift my hands in total praise to you. It, it might be a, a, a be grateful. It, it, it might be a, 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 who knows what is this. Oh, I hear you God. That I feel deep inside. And it keeps setting my soul. Whatever it is, uh, whatever it is, it won't let me hold my peace. It might be something got a hold of me. Woo! Something's got a hold of me. It might be something on the inside working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Whatever that song is, God will give you a song in the midst of the storm. And if we are to prevail, we have to praise God more. That's why the psalmist said in Psalm 146 and 2, while I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being, while I yet have my being and the psalmist also wrote in psalm 34 and 1 i will bless the lord when at all times and his praise shall continually not just when i feel like it continually not when i i get up early and and and, and it's early and i feel like i should do it you know when it's in the wee hours continually not when i got money in my pocket continually not when i got a good doctor's report continually 
Not when the coronavirus leaves. Continually. Not when police brutality is no more. Continually. Not when I get a good job. Continually. Not when I get the house. Continually. Not when I get married. Continually. Not when my kids line up. Continually. I'm a his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Shall continually be in my mouth. You all, we shall prevail. We shall prevail. We shall prevail. In spite of what it looks like. <laughs> we shall prevail. In spite of what it feels like. We will prevail. That is a promise from the Lord. And what did the scripture say in, in 2 Corinthians uh, 1 and 20? All of the promises of God. <laughs> I yay and amen in Christ Jesus. Every single last one of them. You all, there's not a promise of God that will fail us. But you got to read it to be able to remember it. And be able to rely on it. You all understand this. We prevail. With no more prayer. We prevail. With more promises. We prevail. With more peace. And we prevail. With more praise. We. Will. Prevail. We will. Prevail. We bless the Lord. For the word of God on today. Pray with me. Pray. Pray with me. Pray with me. Father we do now thank you. And we we glorify you God. God we thank you because. Sometimes it looks doesn't look like we on the winning side. It doesn't look like we're <laughs> coming out on top. It, it doesn't look like it. But I do know this God. That your word says that we are more. Than conquerors. More than conquerors is only shown in that one verse, God. And it means that we are completely victorious. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for causing us to be completely victorious. Thank you. Thank you. Even when it feels like we're we're behind, even when it feels like nobody cares. Thank you for causing your children. To be completely victorious. If your word declares to us in Romans 8 and 28. And we know. That all things work together for good. To them that love God. To them who are the called. According to his purpose. That means that even these little trials that we're dealing with right now. God they are. (laughs) They're just what they are. They're trials. But those trials will not triumph over us. Thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph. You make us win. And so God we thank you for it and we bless you. We honor you on today. If you're listening under the sound of my voice. And if you have said I I, want to know that those promises are for me as well. And if you say that you don't know whether Jesus was talking about you when he said that he'll give you peace because you say I I don't have a relationship with him I haven't been living my life for him I I don't I don't know anything about having a relationship with him well you you tuned in at the right time and God set this message in place just for you 
I'm here to let you know this. There's not uh, uh, a uh, hocus pocus way uh, of becoming a believer, of becoming saved. The first thing you have to do is you have to admit that you're a sinner. The second thing you need to do is you need to believe that Christ is Lord. And then the third thing you need to do is you need to confess it. Confess that he's Lord and confess that he is yet living today. Those are the ABCs. Admit, believe, and confess. That's all it is. It's just as simple as ABC. And I want to share this scripture with you so that you really understand that I'm really telling you the truth. I'm telling you what the word of God declares. This scripture says simply this. It says in Romans uh, 10, 9 and 10, it says, but if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, that you shall be saved. It goes on to say, for with the heart, man believes into righteousness and with the mouth, confession is made into salvation. So I told you it's as simple as ABC. Admit that you're a sinner. Believe that Christ is Lord and confess that he is yet still alive today. So if that's what you want to do, just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. I've fallen short, but you've never fallen short on me. I want to be in your family. I confess to you my sins. Jesus, I believe You died for me and I confess with my mouth that you are living today. Based on this, your word declares I'm saved. Thank you, God, for saving me. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.